Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. We are delighted to be with you today to discuss all things homeschool high school. I am one of your hosts, Sabrina Justison, and I am here with Vicki Tillman and Kim Smythe. And we are going to be looking at social studies and in particular social sciences on the high school transcript today. So this may be a topic that some of you know very little about because social sciences is a little bit of a newer-ish kind of thing when it comes to high school. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, so that'll be Mm -hmm. fun. But before we dive into that, we just wanted to chat a little bit about what some of our college kids are doing because... Homeschool high school does eventually end, and a lot of those kids go on to college after that. And we spend lots of time trying to prepare them well for that. And sometimes it's nice to peek in on what some of those college kids are doing and see what kind of prep they got. Yeah, so not every kid needs to go to college. They're not all called to go to college. But we all have some kids that are in that process one way or the other. So my youngest right now is a junior in college, like serious. (laughs) And so he is a music education major and he has having to take like lifespan development kinds of courses as an education major. So um, in college, our kids need social science and, you know, a lifespan development is the college name for human development and kind of segues into social sciences that we need to talk about today. Very mm-hmm. good. Absolutely. One of my kids, she is finished with college now and she is a teacher, but uh, we had a long phone conversation the other day about strategizing developmentally appropriate discipline for her classroom of <laughs> seven-year-olds oh. because she teaches in a school that is um, all about creating a climate based on value speak. And so everything is... Thank you for showing leadership, and we hope that we're going to see cooperation, and and that's okay for seven-year-olds, but there's also kind of a time and place for stop eating the erasers, you know? She literally has an eraser-eating child in class this year. So we were brainstorming some of, okay, so let's think back to when you studied human development. What are things that seven-year-olds find very meaningful? What are... Strong <laughs> rewards that can be offered, and what are what are things that would make them stop and think twice before they eat another pencil eraser? <laughs> so yeah, human development showing up in the uh, in the career for her too. There you go. There you go. And for us, even sometimes uh, some of my kids have taken some of those courses as well. But we're also reminded our family has a really broad age range of cousins and that sort of thing. And so we live human development or lifespan development when we go have a family gathering. So see all different little ones to the old folks. Absolutely. And a, and a grandma who's 101. Oh, what wow. a Pretty blessing. Cool. Oh Pretty my goodness. Wow. Yeah, as a matter of fact, for her 100th birthday or the Thanksgiving after her 100th birthday, we found an activity, a game that we had a four-year-old up to 101-year-old grandma all of us together in the family room playing the same game. Oh, and it was priceless. Amazing. And I actually found myself being the geek that I am thinking, wow, this is human development in one oh. room. <laughs> wow, that is cool. impressive. That, really that is cool. quite the span. 
Well, okay, so we keep referring to human development and lifespan development, and that, that is one of the social sciences we're going to look at in more depth today, but let's kind of get a broader framework. So people think social studies yes. or the high school transcript. Vicki, tell us a little bit about what that term has meant in the past, what it means now, and what colleges are looking for. So back when they were dinosaurs and I was a kid, <laughs> social studies was the hip name for history. So everything social studies-ish was really just American history or world history. And in those days, that's all that existed. So, I mean, we did do civics, so. Oh, yeah. We but, had uh, geography, too. That was another yeah, piece we did a little geography, mm -hmm. yeah. But, like, maps geography, not people geography. Right, yeah. right. It was yeah. very concrete. Oh, and I can remember when I was in eighth grade, I had this very progressive social studies teacher who thought that he was going to add to the history and geography that everyone was expecting. And so he would once a month do what he called a general knowledge test. And people started calling it the trivia test. And he was very offended by that term because this is, <laughs> these things were not, not trivial. Trivia. And that it was all sort of stuff you should know as, uh, you're, as you're moving uh. toward adulthood. So things like back in the day, I still remember this question. How silly. What's the prefix for a toll-free number? And 1-800 for the area code. It was all kinds of just stuff that you should know about mm -hmm. the way our society works and the way the world works. Wow. And he did this every month for the first about five months of the school year. And we were in a very conservative back to basics private school at that time. And parents complained that he was wasting classroom time and we had to stop having these tests. Now he would be lauded as like the way cool progressive yeah. or thinking yeah. global minded dude. But yeah, that was in the 70s, and it didn't go over well. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so in those days, history or social studies was dates and facts. Mm -hmm. You know, so it was a date, a war, a location. Geography was a map with the capital and the rivers and the mountains. It had to be a star for the capital. Always. Right. Oh, always. And everything in a box, right? Yes. yes. Very boxy. And then, you know, homeschooling comes along, and, you know, there's not one right way to homeschool. Mm -hmm. And so we found that our kids really get history better and understand other human beings better if they have more experiences and know the stories and so more hands-on and, and life preparation kind of, of history. So that really seems to me fits social studies, mm -hmm. the, that word better. Mm -hmm. Very and then good. what about this thing, social sciences? Like, what's the All difference? All right, then you segue into, okay, so now one of the words is social sciences. And uh, so history part of social studies are still American history and geography, although it's much more rich the way we can teach our kids those these days. But social sciences are even more people-oriented. So, like, if you do geography now, you not just maps, you're studying people and culture and mm -hmm. those kinds of things. Social sciences is way more people. Mm. So things like psychology and human development. are mm -hmm. um, Sociology is a social science. So you're mixing in research, uh, which is science. So it's understanding people in noticeable and measurable ways. Mm -hmm. And then more application. What do you do with that information? Mm. Very good. That is really helpful. I've actually never had it defined for me that way. And the 
the science piece of it, I've always thought, you know, why are we throwing that word in? Yeah. (laughs) Shame on me because I never stopped to research it and ask someone who might know. So why are these considered social sciences? But that's that's good. Measurable, quantifiable ways. That's cool. cool. All right. So psychology, sociology, human development. Um, How can we even sort of introduce these things at a high school level? A lot of those sound like courses that we would expect in college. Right. But how can we how can we be bringing those in at the high school level? Yeah. So at college, kids are going to have to take social science. That's just part of a liberal arts education. So most of them will take psych and those who go into education or human resources or things like that will also take. Uh, lifespan development, which is one of the names at college level. Mm-hmm. So, but at high school level, you want to introduce them to those concepts so it makes the college easier. Like my son, who's taking it now, um, that the human development at college level, he already knows the terminology, he already knows the concepts and the theorists and the, the, the measurable things from a high school level. And so now at college level, it's not killing him to get mm. all that data in because there's a lot of information. That is really helpful. My, my daughters have mentioned that too. Um, they've both taken psych and um, even in a different field, one of them took a course that was not that intro level and missed all of that terminology and yeah. all that sort of thing. And her, her sister took the entry level and their experience was completely different because they didn't have that foundation. Yeah. And so just having that is so valuable. You can get deeper and you can understand so much more when you take it on the college level. And when you think college level, when you're you're carrying a, a real academic load where there's mm. a lot of studying, a lot of papers to write, uh, you know, to have some basic knowledge already is a good thing. So high school level is, is good college prep. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I can remember even back in the day, and you talk about when dinosaurs roamed the earth. This was slightly after that because this was because you're freshman, so much younger than my I freshman am. year of college. So, <laughs> but I can remember having to psych was was a required class mm-hmm. for everybody, and um, people were joking about it at freshman orientation, and you know, kind of the eye roll and the whatever, yes. and it was a huge lecture hall. And people were dropping like flies mm. by halfway through that semester. People were just flunking out. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was fascinating and I really enjoyed the class. Yeah. So I dug into it. it. It was pre-calculus that made me drop like a fly. But that's another, Indeed. That's another, <laughs> another podcast episode altogether. Um, but it was not a joke class at yeah. all. And I think mm. it's still, kind. isn't it used as sort of like a weed out? Right. It's, for, yeah, intro psych at college level is usually weeding out the people that you don't want to go into psychology as a major, like... You know, this is serious stuff. So, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, um, yeah, human development. Let's let's dig into that one a little bit. So, what are what we have a human development curriculum that True. you, Vicky, created, mm-hmm. and it is quite wonderful. Kim it and I is. have both taught it. <laughs> yes. To our own kids and to kids in our local community, and have had loads of fun with it. You and can, did it as a great co-op. Yes. It was it was my favorite course ever that I did with my kids. That was a really fun co-op. That was yeah, the best. That was with our, our youngest. Yes. Yes. And we had them together with some friends. Had one of the most memorable meaningful conversations about our relationships and our and our children's perceptions of us as parents and uh, it was just it was a really beautiful moment that will forever stand out as one of the highlights of homeschooling for me 
because what human development is is understanding how people grow and change from womb to old age and that's emotionally and physically and socially so for a teenager to understand why they are the way they are you know i'm metacognitive all of a sudden <laughs> and why mothers are so stupid you know they don't get it you know so that's 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 human development in real life and mm -hmm. when they get these understandings they can have a really meaningful conversation oh, yeah. that they couldn't have had before they had that you know oh people are that way because God made lifespan development. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You talk about that family gathering where you have all these different ages and generations and that's that's a great um, framework to give your kids for interacting with the grandparents who are telling them perhaps the same story that they have been over told. Over and over again. Absolutely. To take it beyond just you have to be polite and listen to your grandmother and don't roll your eyes at her or say anything rude. And take it to a whole other level where they can stand there and they're smiling inside in their heart saying, she's telling me this one again because, and, and they yeah, got And that's part level. of her age. She's going back and remembering things that were worthwhile because that's what you're supposed to do when you're an old person. Right. Yep. Yep. And, and then if you're volunteering in the church nursery or you have younger siblings or little cousins that you're helping watch at a family picnic, knowing how you need to keep an eye on the three-year-olds versus how you need to deal with the very strong-willed six-year-old is it's a whole different kind of interaction. So things like human development are good life preparation, Absolutely. even for kids who aren't going to college. Oh, fabulously. And even if you're not even planning on having a family, like I, we always say, you know, most of us are going to deal with humans somewhere in our world and somewhere in our life. <laughs> and yeah. so we, we kind of joke, but yeah. Yeah. It applies to everybody everywhere all the time. Yeah. So the social sciences these days are not required for graduation from high school in most places. Some umbrella schools require it. But a lot of colleges are looking for that on the transcript. So one way to know if your colleges are looking is go to their websites and check. Mm -hmm. So some, uh, like our local colleges, want a half a credit. It makes sense that this would be sort of the direction that the trend is moving because in the internet age and in this this world that our kids now live in, there is this need to have a much better understanding of the global community that you are a part of and of the differences. And so even how we're coming at geography, it's not about maps, it's about people groups and it's mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. the way they all interact. And then similarly, it's, it's not just a matter of studying the... Um, the the physical changes, but also the emotional and the mental and relational and social changes. Mm -hmm. So it, it makes the world a better place when we have some idea of how to play well with one another. Indeed. Always. So how about psychology? What can you do with psychology on the high school level that will actually not just be, um, well, Freud said this <laughs> and Erickson said that and, you know, let's just memorize what the things were. What, what's concrete and practical about a study of psych other than college prep? Yeah, so psychology, human development, sociology are social sciences and um, those are, are good for understanding each other. So in psychology... There's all kinds of oh fun my. things that you can do. So one of the things, like, Kim, you've taught psych, right? I'm, I'm, I'm actually them? teaching it for the first time right yeah. now, and I'm having a blast. I'm using Vicki's curriculum that she wrote and these wonderful lesson plans that Gretchen and Vicki have also up on our site. And then I'm just kind of taking it and playing with it, using your wonderful Pinterest boards as well as good resources. 
Um, yeah, let's just stop for a second and just make yeah. it really clear. You can find at sevensistershomeschool.com, you can actually purchase curriculum for a high school psychology from a Christian perspective. Indeed. And you can purchase curriculum for human development from mm -hmm. a Christian worldview. Mm -hmm. You can purchase lesson plans to accompany the introduction to psych curriculum that will really help you just lay it right out there. And we have links to um, a tremendous number of oh, supplemental yeah. and enrichment resources via Pinterest. Vicki has a, a large group of Pinterest Huge. boards. Huge, yes. And um, the Seven Sisters Pinterest account also has a bunch of resources there for, for teaching these classes. So if you are thinking, hmm, I think I want to do this with my kid, but I'm not even sure where to get started, start at sevensistershomeschool.com. Check out blog posts about psych. Check out blog posts about human development. Look at an excerpt from the curriculum. And now back to Kim, who is currently teaching from Vicki's psych curriculum. So what are you, there you finding? Go. Well, A, it's super user-friendly. Like, I I mean, I took psych back, not when the dinosaurs were roaming the earth, but, you know, maybe before westward expansion. No, I don't know. Um, it's weird to feel that way now, but um, I still feel like 17 in my in my spirit, but my body's telling me you otherwise. still act 17. Yeah. Much of the time, I know I do, yeah. Absolutely. That's why we love you. But that's I've been a, helping our a, chief fun officer. Here yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I've been helping a friend move, and my body's reminding me that I really am this age. Uh, but anyway, yeah, um, back to psych. It's... It's so fun. I haven't, I mean, I took psych in college in the 80s and, um, and haven't, you know, hadn't really touched it then in terms of an academic way. Um, but of course, I feel like I use it every day of my life. Uh, but it's so, um, it's so relevant the way Vicki has written it. It's, it's so, uh, such good prep. My, one of my daughters gave me her, um, her college text. And literally the, you know, we cover in our course not not beginning to touch the depth of her her uh, college text, but we cover all the main important things. So it's a wonderful prep, and it's just at a really good accessible level. Um, and like you mentioned, the the um, wealth of resources in the lesson plans. There's lots of links, and there's so many interesting websites. Like I like to think I'm an interesting teacher. But, I, you know, let's face it, even the most interesting teacher talking the entire class is not fun. So there's great ideas for making it interactive with the kids. Um, I just had one of my students brought in to us a model of the brain that she made. Yeah. And it was so good. I walked it around the school and Aww. showed it to the other oh, teachers and my she other classes. Uh, yeah, uh, Marilyn and I both agreed that it was the best brain model we had ever seen. I think <laughs> I we... took a picture of it to uh, show Vicki. Well, we have done, you know, when we've done with our kids over and over, Play-Doh models yep. of the brain yep. and then slice them in half. That is so disgusting. <laughs> but yeah. the kids don't forget. And then we do optical illusions because that's part of psychology is our visual perception. And we just did those last week and yeah. they were so fascinating oh, it and is so, so much fun. fun. Absolutely. All right, now I'm going to ask a concerned mom question because yes, I have her. heard this come out of other people's mouths and I actually probably would have thought it myself. So this is psychology and let's face it, some of the foundational theories of psychology are really messed up and weird. Yeah. So <laughs> what do we do? Are we exposing our teens to levels of weirdness that are perhaps not developmentally appropriate for yes. them? You know, what, do you, what do you do with the weirdness element and what do you do with the whole yeah. abnormal psych? 
piece that those are good questions yes yeah, so it's really good for teens to have their psychology introduced to them from a christian perspective and we're just unapologetically christian in our in our worldview not preachy there you mm-hmm. you won't find anything preachy no. because you want to look at sigmund freud who was Higher on the weirdness scale. Higher on the, okay, that's a good way to say it. And, and that, you know, generally in psychology, we don't pay attention to anymore anyway. Um, but it's part of the history of psychology, you yeah, have to sure. understand. So you talk about it just like you talk about evolution. Exactly Our kids need yeah. to know what people who are from an evolutionary viewpoint, what they are understanding, mm-hmm. and to understand that Sigmund Freud was just a weirdo and but his ideas helped popularize psychology so then good research and good counseling could be built you know beyond his ideas so you know today i work as a counselor and nobody ever talks about freud anymore um but that you need to know the history sure Mm -hmm. Sure. it's very valuable it's it's also probably helping teens learn to observe and evaluate things and hone those critical thinking skills yeah Mm -hmm. And, but psychology is so much more than that. Like oh, yeah, in the study of, of high school level psych is your, in the history of psychology is a very small part. And you do have to talk about abnormal psych. Mm-hmm. And that's one chapter at the end of the book where it's very clear. You tell the kids you're not diagnosing anybody <laughs> or yourself <laughs> or yourself. Like you're not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, there are illnesses out in the world, just like when you study health, Absolutely. you know, it's just part of the data you have to be introduced to. So for kids to understand that depression and anxiety are, are cultural real. bad colds, you yeah. know, like they are out there just rampant in America. Um, you know, things that are that these kids are going to run into eating disorders right. and, and mm-hmm. self-harm. So introduce to them in a way that says here, if you run across somebody that's experiencing that or that you're struggling with that, here's the next step. Yes. So that's, you know, that's so important. You open doors, you're not diagnosing, you're just opening doors for discussion. And that's one of the things I love about Vicki's curriculum is it actually includes in there how to help a friend and to kind of help put all that in a framework of, okay, you're a high school student. So what is reasonable for you to expect of yourself and what's reasonable for you to do in terms of helping a friend who might be struggling with something or other and helping us learn that where we fit and that there is a whole um, spectrum of different ways and people who can help if Mm -hmm. there are some concerns or questions. It's so important to have kids have tools Mm -hmm. and uh, to know that they are not in the business of rescuing yes. mm-hmm. and keeping the whole world safe. And, you know, we've mm-hmm. run into that so often. Sure. If yeah. a kid has a kid, a friend who's struggling, mm. they have to stay up all night long mm-hmm. worrying about this kid. And instead, here are some tools and some resources mm-hmm. and people to talk to and uh, so that they are handling it in a healthy way and keeping themselves healthy, too. It can even remind us moms to do likewise. Oh, indeed, mm. yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and unfortunately, the world that we live in, which is so full of information, if, if our teen is walking the planet, they know something about someone who is battling something. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And if you think that they're not, you maybe should just sit down and have 
um, a chat with your teen and say, so, you know, just tell me, mm -hmm. are, are there things that you're bumping into? Because sometimes, mm -hmm. um, sometimes we're a little nervous about that. We don't want to introduce mm -hmm. the idea of an eating disorder. We don't want to introduce the idea of self-harm. I, I'm not sure that there's any teen that has that idea introduced to them by a parent. Yeah. It, mm -hmm. It's showing up somewhere and, and it's really important to let them know yeah. that they're not there to rescue, that they're also not alone if they're struggling, mm -hmm. and that there are helps to be had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a good psychology curriculum kind of gives the kids an infrastructure for their own self-care. Mm -hmm. Like you talk about sleep and you talk about healthy oh, foods yeah. and things like that. And, uh, and so they have then tools to care for themselves and healthily support their friends. Absolutely. I kind of think of it as a health course that focuses on the brain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Mm. All right. So we're going to kind of wrap things up here for today and just um, just to, to capsulize what we've been discussing today. The social studies credit on the high school transcript has now become something a bit broader, especially from the expectation of colleges that your kid might be applying to. And so while you want to think about the traditional history and geography and civics um, components of a social studies credit, you also want to make sure that you're including social sciences. And that is going to have courses like psychology and human development and sociology that fall under that. If you are looking for more information about these types of courses for your high schooler, visit sevensistershomeschool.com and you will find lots and lots of helpful blog posts about how you can introduce your teen to psychology and human development. So we thank you for joining us. We hope that if you liked what you heard, you will share it with other homeschoolers that might be helped. And one of the best ways to do that is go to iTunes and write us a little review. Um, leave us some stars. We, we love to hear what people have to say. And I think Vicki's actually heard, uh, heard from a, a someone, a, a homeschool friend. So here's a, a, a new review, and mm -hmm. so it, it kind of gives an idea of the things that people write. They're not writing dissertations on iTunes reviews <laughs> here. It. It, uh, it says, Substance, not fluff. This podcast is jam-packed with so much helpful info in regards to high school homeschooling. It has been so helpful in easing my worried mind. They provide the right balance of cheerful banter with substance, so it is neither dry nor a waste of my time. I always look forward to new episodes. So that's from CRB66. Thank you, awesome. CRB66. That we is appreciate just that. so you very betcha. nice. So if you are looking for... Um, something substantive to share with your friends, why not point them toward the Homeschool High School Podcast from 7sistershomeschool.com brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Thanks for joining us and we will see you next time.